Hi, this is Matt Kempel, co-owner of Milwaukee's premier live comedy spot, The Laughing Tap, and founder of the Milwaukee Comedy Festival. I hope everyone is ready for a great show tonight. Make sure you have turned off your electronic devices and keep talking to others in your group to a minimum. With that, I'd like to bring on tonight's headliners, Jim Martin and Chris Beyer. It's season six of the Bait and Switch podcast. Welcome back to the Bait and Switch podcast. This is Chris Beyer. As always with Jim Martin, Jim, it's been cold. Very cold. Well, two days of cold, yeah. But the winter in general, I think, has been mild. But yes, it's been cold two days. Yeah, yeah as we're recording this, it's, it's, it's probably, minus five or yeah, whatever. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah we bad. deserved it. We did. Well, you, actually, let me rephrase that. You deserved it. I didn't deserve it. I, you deserved I, the cold. I probably did. Yeah, I probably did. Yeah, you're right. I pr- I'm sure there's some reason. But I always think, like, if we have a January where it rarely gets below 32, we're going to pay for it in February, right? You know it's coming. Right. Right, yeah. I finally, with this last weekend, I broke out the snowblower. Me too. Yep. yep. I, yep. For that the was, first time uh, this year. Mine was the second time, I think. I think when we had snow, like around Christmas time, which is really the only other time we had snow, I think I, I broke it out. But You see, now you're smarter than I, because I make the mistake of shoveling too often mm-hmm. and letting it idle, right? Oh. And that could be a problem. That could right? be a problem, so, yeah. uh you know, I learned that this is a mistake, you know, to not use it. You got to use these things. Yeah. And so I, uh, about a month ago, I called this company mm-hmm. to have the guys come and uh, work on my snowblower. You know, they got this place where they'll drive to your house. Oh, yeah, to yeah. To fix your snowblower. Yep, I had that guy come out once. You know, yep. So you don't have to haul yeah, it's nice. all that thing. This one's called Mowers and Blowers. And I'll warn you, if you go online to Google that, be careful. Be careful. It's yeah. not safe for work. So anyway, this guy told me, yeah. like we're finding out, that I'm in mistake Mm. I made the mistake of not running this snowblower for too long a period of time. He said, you know, these things need to run. Yeah. You're right? Yeah, sure. Right? And I didn't realize I was buying this thing that's like a temperamental racehorse. Right. You know, that he's got to be out there. <laughs> running. greyhound or something. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, here all along, I thought I'm doing my snowblower a favor, you know, sure. you know by shoveling those light yeah, snowfalls. Give it a little Hey, you take it easy over there in the corner. Yeah, be, be, just take it easy. I'm yeah. the benevolent dictator. I'm right. thinking he's looking at me like, you know, hey, a little mutual respect. You do that. I do my thing. Sure. Or he's going to grow up to be like a millennial. He's going to think everybody's just going to do everything for him. You know, when he yeah. gets older, he's out on his own. Now yeah. what? Now what? I didn't realize that the snowblower needs to be self-actualized. You know, find its purpose. Exactly. Right. How yeah. is he going to know? How is he going to? You got to let him make his own mistakes. Yeah, that's, you know? that's right. That's now the that, thing. Now yeah. that you say that, I've been I've been coddling him. No, you can't do that. I got to let him find his own course. Spread his wings. You know, it's funny how everybody always thinks that they're the only one that the snowblower plows in their uh driveway oh the plow yeah plow ever, pushes the snow in yeah you ever yeah. have somebody say and they plowed in they my driveway right in i couldn't believe it, <laughs> it and it was personal right it was personal. he came right at me <laughs> i do have a personal story about a snow plow if you want to get into it but i do have one that i feel well, like it was personal well maybe we'll get into it in just a bit because okay, we do sure. have a guest and we have yep. to get off right. the uh, the opening banter <laughs> right and right. we have to introduce our guest. Our guest has been on a previous episode. Yes, he has. Uh, one, a one-parter, which yep. was kind of happy a birthday. Happy, it was about the happy birthday song. Mm-hmm. And I asked him to say his name beforehand, so I get it right. And I'm going to yeah. see if I'm going to get it right. Okay, here we'll time. see. I wrote it down. His name is Paul Grevsmill. 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 Yeah. Close. 
What? Now he made it into a Z. Before Gre- it was a J. Grevsmill? It's Grevsmill. Grevsmill. Yes. Grevsmill. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Paul Grevsmill. You can go back and listen to that that episode. It was an yeah. interesting one. I came up with this idea to do. It was based upon some internet, uh, some YouTube uh, th- clips I was watching where they where they uh, break down a song and whatnot. So we brought him on as our musical expert. Right. The nice thing about this is that was all Zoom. Yep, and now here, also, here he's in the studio. In the I studio. get to meet him in person. I, I prefer this. this. Yes, this is yeah, nice. this is better. Were you this happy with uh, how that one turned out? Did you like it? I was not because I was prepared in one way. I wasn't quite used to the way that that you two relate to each other. Oh, okay. And the way that you communicate, and I had a, something all written out, and I had these big pieces of cardboard written with a sharpie. You had there, your which own you guys prompts. See. So I had everything else set, and then you guys went down some some other direction. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just throwing this all. And then you stumped me with a question. I was talking about the University of Tasmania. Right. And so how, how was it? How was the university? I wasn't ready for that question. I just said, <laughs> it's dusty. That's what I said. You're like the Tasmanian devil. That's just all yeah. I could. Yeah, there is. So I, I didn't feel very prepared. I didn't feel really sharper on top of things. It uh, uh, certain part. Sh- Certain portion of it was scripted, but every now and then you want to kind of go off script and see if people can uh, can improvise. You along, had yeah. the script, I did not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but then we, I went off script. <laughs> yeah. We did some right. improv anyway. So uh, it's been cold. You have you been breaking out the snowblower? Yes, because you do need to run those things. I was listening to you talking <laughs> about that. Well, what I'm trying to do is I, I call these things infrastructure. I own this nice big eight horsepower, this big monster with the big metal spinny thing in there. Sure. And I want it to last forever. I don't want to buy another one, so I don't use it. Oh. So it'll last longer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, that makes good, sense. Good plan. That's, that's kind go. of what I did. And yeah, right. It turned out right. to be a problem. But I do run it. You know, I do. I did run it for this. We had nine inches of snow yeah. where yeah. I'm from. Yeah, you're a little yeah, south. Yeah. 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 What do so we have, get, eight? We, I don't know. What we, we, had eight, we had an eight or nine. It's cold, but I, it's not the coldest. I remember no. the two days where we hit the coldest temperature in Milwaukee, which is, Jim? Minus 28. Minus 26. Oh, minus 26. So happened 1983, 1996. I remember both days. I remember, really? Yeah. We didn't We didn't just break it. Like Remember there was like three, four, three or four years ago where we had like a week, maybe two weeks, where it was like, I mean, the temperature was like minus 15, minus 20. Yeah. And it... Schools were shut down. I had pipes frozen for the first time ever. That was 1986 because we had a baby boy, my, my son. No, he's talking about like I'm, I'm talking, he's about talking about just, like just 2020 or 2019. Yeah. Oh, right? gotcha. But Chris might be talking about 1986. Yeah, yeah, yeah but mm-hmm. uh, no, the ones you're talking about came close, like minus 20, which is okay. you know doesn't happen that often. Yeah. But yeah, 83 and 96. I remember those dates. It was cold. Yeah, yeah. So I remember we had our our kids were young then. I had to bring the batteries in. We had two cars. I brought the batteries in every single night and put them in the basement. We were in an apartment. Wow. I put them in the basement. I had to go all the way out to the parking lot. It was a long hike. I was young then. I had energy. Sure. Put them in the basement. I'd bring them back up, bring them out in the morning, start both cars. I'd go to work, and my wife would get the kids off later. But, you know, the cars wouldn't start if you didn't do that. Yeah, wow. I tell my yeah. kids, yeah, we assume now cars are going to start. Back back then, you didn't assume that. No. It, no. You got lucky if they start. Right. And right. you had to give a gas, right? You gave a gas. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, now right. It's Don't flood it. Don't flood it. Yeah, yeah, right. So what is, uh, you, know, you know the novelist Jack London? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jack yep. London, famous for these survival stories. Uh, I'm going to ask you guys. White I'll Fang. Gi- White Fang. I'll give you yeah. guys a chance to think of your survival story of, of being in the cold weather, your worst survival story. I'll give you mine quick here that I can think of when I thought of this question. 
I was on the crew team in Madison, the rowing team. Yeah. And uh, the winter workouts, you'd either be indoors rowing in the uh, in the tank that they had, or we'd go out for runs on Lake Mendota. Oftentimes it was like minus five. Yeah. And we'd run like four miles, uh, you know, through the snow. And there's this one workout with a coach. It was called the Fox and Hounds workout. And we'd have to give the coach, the Fox, like a five-minute head start. Mm-hmm. And then the hounds, all the, the rowers, grabbed on this big rope, this you know huge, whatever, you know those battle ropes, whatever they call oh, yeah. them. Mm-hmm. And we all had to stay on this rope and run and chase this guy that followed his footprints through the snow mm-hmm. in, over the lake and then through these woods and whatnot. And we chased this guy for like 45 minutes one time in minus five degree weather, wow. running through snow drifts, and he would go underneath tree branches. We'd all have to go under them, and mm-hmm. it was hell. I mean, when I got done, I felt like writing a book. So that's maybe my worst story of winter survival. There you go. Who wants to chime in on their toughest winter survival you're story? The, you're the next Jack London. Yeah. That might be, uh, I don't know that I, I mean, you mentioned that I don't have a winter survival story, thankfully. Mm-hmm. I don't have one where, you know, like you get stuck, you know, your car dies or whatever. Yeah. And I, I don't have anything like that. Paul, anything happened? Well, I was a Boy Scout as a child and a Boy Scout leader as an adult. Uh-huh. And there's this thing called the polar bear badge. And to earn oh. a polar bear badge, you have to camp for a weekend. It has to be two nights. has to be below 32. And you have to hike in more, um, at least a mile and a half. You have to hike in with everything. Okay. Set up camp, camp for the two nights. And when I was a, when I was a boy, Boy Scout. I remember my hands were so cold, I couldn't even zip my own pants up. I, I had to ask a boy to zip my pants. You know how embarrassing that is to ask yes, a, I can your, imagine. your tent mate? To, yeah, I was just, <laughs> yeah. just, I was just numb. And oh, I don't man. recall having a lot of fun. I think we spent a lot of time in front of the fire. Oh, yeah. But as adults, though, we did it um, at a park in Watertown. It was like a county park. And the camping was very close to the parking lot. So we just walked in circles for a mile and a half. Then we camp. But, we had a, we were in like these lean tos, just out, just open, just lean tos, and we just had huge fires. And the adults mm-hmm. stayed up all night, took turns, just fire. so we. I suppose that's cheating, right? A little bit. It's not really enduring the cold so no, much yeah. as it's surviving, of course. Yes, but uh, yeah. but yeah. One thing I'm not buying is this whole wind chill thing, right? You don't buy it. They say you know. The temperature is this, but it feels like that. I'm thinking, don't tell me how I feel, Mr. Weatherman. That's right. I know it's, how I feel, it's, right? It's a little bit uh, presumptuous. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of that. And I know, on a serious note, that, for example, the amount of exposure that you have, say, at zero degrees, yeah. is tougher than zero degrees wind chill. There are studies oh, that show that, hmm, that you're much better off zero degrees wind chill than actual zero degrees. Now, is that because the wind isn't constantly blowing? I don't. I don't know exactly the uh, you know the science behind it, but they said it's not equivalent. That uh, you know this whole feel it feels like thing is is a lie. Oh, interesting. Feels yeah. like is uh, a it's lie. A small lie. Mm. You know, and it only feels like to skin. That's yeah. the other thing they say. Like if you're worried about like oh is this going to freeze? Like no 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 the the feels like temperature. It doesn't matter to things like radiators or water or anything. You know like the feels like it doesn't matter to them. It just feels like only to skin, which is. <laughs> How do they figure that out then? Yeah, and then they got these, uh, you know, wind chill is kind of a newish term from, I maybe I remember when I was a little kid, they start talking about wind chill. Mm-hmm. But every couple of years, they come up with new terms, polar vortex. Polar vortex. What the hell is right. that? Right. Paul, you're our weather guy. Yeah. I am. We brought you on for this. Yeah. Let's hear about it. What is a polar yeah. vortex? Tell us. It's just this big swirly thing. It's a vortex. <laughs> okay. It's an eddy. Gotcha. There you go. Any questions? 
What about yeah. a bomb cyclone? That's what the one I was going to bring up. What's about? a bomb cyclone? Yeah, I didn't learn that in meteorology college. <laughs> really? I You're not making this up, are you? No, no, no. this is a term bomb they throw cyclone, around now. Yeah. Bomb mm-hmm. cyclone. It's like in the last four or five years, it's become kind of chic. You know, in these modern times, I want to reach for my phone and yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> do ask. It. Don't. Yeah, no, okay. no, no. You know what? One place yeah. to not talk about bomb cyclone is when you're at the TSA. Yes. You know, no. don't start saying, did you hear about the bomb cyclone? Yeah. Right. They don't care that cyclone came <laughs> after the word bomb. They don't care about that part. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'll tell a story here. When I was going to Madison, you have roommates, and roommates have different sayings that they, they come up with. Yeah. Well, this one guy would say, uh, foot. Yeah. Sanderfoot. Mm-hmm. I think Sanderfoot. it was him. Uh-huh. Uh Whenever he farted, mm-hmm. he would say, watch out, I dropped a bomb. Oh, right? no. Right? Oh, and he boy. would say that. And we'd say that you know, throughout sure. the course of a year. Sure. Somebody would say, oh, who dropped a bomb? Or what happened? Dropped a yeah, bomb, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, right? Yeah. So you see where this is going. I do. My brother and myself, Brad, were in line at the airport. And we're by the TSA area, right? Sure. And I was a little uh, gassy, right? And I turned to my brother and I said, unknowingly, I said, watch out, I dropped a bomb. He goes, what the hell are you talking about? I said, I dropped a bomb. He goes, what are you saying? I said, what's wrong? And I was completely oblivious sure. to what I was saying. Right, right. And thankfully, nobody heard me. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. I was a supervisor for the youth group at our church for a long time ago. And one of the, we were going on a trip to uh, Missouri, taking a bunch of kids in the, on, on the plane. And one of the kids, like the most straight-laced, nicest <clears throat> you know, most pure hearted guy you've ever met turns to me as we're checking in our luggage. He goes, Hey, did you take that bomb out of your suitcase? And I was like, <laughs> oh, no. oh, and the, and the agent was like, like got right on him. Like poor, he's like 16, 15, yeah. 16. He doesn't know. He knows right. poor kid is like, Oh, he's like shaking at, oh. after this, you know? And like, Oh, I thought everybody knew this. You don't joke about that. Stuff but 16 year old boys, 16, everything's yeah. fair game. They think. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like I said, just the nicest guy. He would never, he wasn't a screw off and, didn't, and just, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so you were at the airport with someone named Brad. Yeah. My brother. I have a friend named Jack and I never want to go to the airport with him because if I see him, I'm going to say, hi, Jack. There you Jack. go. But, uh, okay. it's <laughs> no, it's a true concern. Actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, you know, like I said, bomb cyclone, polar vortex. If you right. watch the Weather Channel, they're even naming winter storms. They are. They're naming all storms, actually, if you, if you didn't know this. They, yeah. Well, major storms, like thunderstorms, they'll name, too. Right, right. But, yes, definitely winter storms. They're going with hipper they. names like Tex and Slick and Sparky. Right. You know, something, right. You know, something for the right. kids. Well, they don't do male names or no, female no, names? No, no. Uh, okay. you know, uh, sometimes I think the Weather Channels get desperate for ratings. You've seen some of those crazy graphics that they've got and the animation. Have you ever seen that? Mm. I don't know if I've seen that. They'll have the guy in the studio, and they'll, huh. they'll show like, like a uh, you know the a blizzard in the studio. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, or cool. they'll show like a windstorm, like blowing everything okay. away in the studio. Right. Yeah. The papers go flying, and yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah so it's mm-hmm. kind of a, a gimmick. Uh, they even um, they've got uh, you know hurricane season, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They do this thing where they got like a half hour special program. It's a hurricane gender reveal show oh right okay and so they do the show you know the big thing is they tell what it is you know they pop the balloon in the end and it's blue or it's pink (laughs) yep honestly i think they should wait longer to name hurricanes because what if it doesn't quite develop and then people are disappointed there's some type of weather related miscarriage or something and it doesn't it doesn't happen and then they wasted that name yep for i don't know how long 
Was I there mean, a Hurricane Jim or James that was notable? Probably James, but not, maybe not notable. You know, when they're that notable, when they're that notable, when they're so notable that they destroy things, mm-hmm. they retire those names. Did you know that? So there'll yep. never be like another Katrina or another. Uh, What's the next one? We can think, yeah. can think of an, There are so many. Yeah. I'm going to do something a, that we just warned another, our guest against, but since he's oh, our guest. Oh, Chris, you're on the phone. This is only maybe the second time in history. Since it's our guest, I want to make us feel special. I'm okay. looking up Hurricane Paul to see if there's any notable Hurricane Paul. Fair enough. All right, okay. here we go. Hurricane Paul was a strong t- tropical cyclone that threatened the Baja <laughs> California Peninsula. Yeah. Threatened. 2012. Doesn't look it did uh, much damage. Category 3. Sustained maximum winds. When you get older, you know, sustaining those maximum it's, it's winds. Tough, Paul, oh, yeah. Have it's you been able to keep yeah. the winds yeah. up? Yep. Yep. All right, 120 okay. miles right. an hour. Uh, it began to weaken rapidly. It said it got tired and went to bed. Paul uh, degenerated into a remnant low. Wow. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. I mean, like, if you, you know, tropical storm or tropical depression, you dege- but degenerate into a remnant low. Yeah. I mean, I've never is, heard that this before. This is your uh, claim to fame, Paul. It's not I, much. I felt bad. It's, All that threatening I was doing. Forget yeah. it. I don't think yeah. it struck um, land. I, I think that this one really? went pretty much, it was kind of impotent. And there's a perfect example of what you were saying, though. Mm-hmm. Right? So they've wasted a good name like Paul. Yeah. On this little well, no, phys- I don't think it's retired. Phys- I think I think Paul can no, come back. No, yeah, but I mean for that for that whatever that particular, you know, like, yeah. I don't know if it's every other year or I don't know how often these names are recycled. Mm-hmm. But he's got to wait till the next time around. And of course, they start with A. Yeah, P. Right, you know, P, P is way down the P line. Sometimes doesn't happen. Although lately, it mm-hmm. seems like he's got a better chance. Seems like there's more hurricanes. Yeah, yeah you're right. Lately, At my but, age, P yeah. sometimes doesn't happen. Yeah, I know. yeah. Well, that's, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a uh, potential segue, which perfect. Fits. Are you ready? All right. Yes. Do you yes. know a news reporter named Neil Bohr? I think it's his name. Neil Bohr was a was a famous. That I'm getting his name yeah. wrong, but there's a person out <laughs> there working for one of the local stations, and my wife and I always. Have a laugh. Whenever the weather's the worst, he's the guy they send out. Okay. Because you always see people outside talking. <laughs> yeah, sure. But when the wind's blowing and it's yeah. super cold, they they send. I think it might be. They send him out, and it's just <laughs> you'll be pouring rain, and he's like, "I'm in front of this house. Nothing's happening. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, nothing to report. Back to you." But I've never seen him inside. I've never seen him at the desk. Oh, you know, there's outdoor dogs, indoor dogs. You know, some, right. some yeah. people never quite get to come into the studio. That's no. right. That's true. Maybe yeah. he never, yeah, never figured out how to. <laughs> Maybe they let him in once and they disappointed him and said, "Back outside." Right. Back outside. The weather deck. Yeah, <laughs> back to the weather deck. deck. Back to the weather deck. Back to the weather deck. Yeah. How important is it for you to see that weatherman out in the hurricane? Is that something? I mean, no. Does it I'm do not, anything for you? No, really doesn't. You know, the only thing that it might do is they might get some interesting footage of buildings blowing away or something like that. But I really feel, every time I see that, I think, what a bunch of idiots to be taking that chance of dying. I mean, they're, they're not immune because they're on TV. Yeah, they say, <laughs> you know? whatever you do, don't yeah. go outside. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're outside. Yeah, here I am. Have yeah. you seen? There's, there's bloopers out there. Things yeah. happen to these oh, people. Yeah. Yep. Like the guy, oh, there was someone, it was an animal or something, an ostrich or something, just sort of pecking at the guy. And he's like, oh. oh yeah. <laughs> of course, they kept the camera running. Sure, yeah. sure. <laughs> right, right. Because that's good, that's good stuff. I yeah. saw one where this guy is he's in a flooded street during a hurricane. He's like, "This is terrible. Don't come out." And behind him, there's like three college age guys. They took off their shirt and they're dancing in the background. They're jumping <laughs> up and down and doing jumping jacks and they're having a good old time. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be going down to Key West here in a couple months on a makeup vacation, but oh, I don't okay. think it's hurricane season. April, it's what like June through November. 
Okay. Then they got the playoffs, and then uh, right. You know, yeah, I don't know. That's they if take they all make the it, if top they make four it. storms of the year, and then right. they have it out. They do yeah, go out. You go. Right. <laughs> Hurricane chaser. There's yeah. People are hurricane ch- chubby the, chaser. There's, there's different types of chasers. There's a lot of different chasers. There's a yeah. beer and a chaser, right. chubby right. chaser. Yeah. That could yeah. be uh, what the match game. Oh yeah. Yeah. Blank yeah. chaser. Blank chaser. Hurricane right. chaser. Chubby right. chaser. Right. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Yeah, the the guys that follow the hurricanes, I've got to follow yeah. the tornadoes. Well, those those are storm chasers, but storm chasers, yeah. there's also guys who fly into the hurricanes. Yeah, those guys are uh, why? You, uh, well, they're obviously they're not just like me and you, right? They're like <laughs> scientists and and like government, you know, USAF guys or oh, whatever. They're not sane. Like they're not sane. No, like no, right? Okay. Yeah, no, they go in there because they they uh, check the barometric pressure and they check all this other different kinds of stuff, kind of get an idea of how, how if it's going to build up, get stronger or weaker or I don't know. Like, You're I, the weather guy. What, what are you yeah, asking I, me for? I yeah, don't know. I don't, I don't think of them as so much as, as storm chasers, as storm stalkers. The tornado's like. He's here again. They don't like that name because it's a little off-putting, but I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the real reason they do the though, because it's like a ride. They get dragged into this big circle. Wee! Oh, sure. Around. Yeah, yeah. Woo-hoo! Did you see the movie Twister? I did not see Twister. You didn't see Twister? No. Oh, my gosh. It's no, a great movie. Is it I mean, really? the graphics are is really it? good. I mean, for the time, I'm sure yeah. they could be better now. Yeah. The the story and the melodrama was a little uh, left uh, Isn't there a cow flying around in the... Yeah. Yeah, cow yeah, flying around, cow. Yeah. But at the time, I mean, the the graphics were really yeah, something. Right, it's a lot like Jurassic Park. But the whole way. idea, the machine they made that they called Dorothy, mm-hmm. is just a bunch of these little these little uh, sensors with a little wings on them, and the tornado picks them up and they spin around and it makes a graphic image of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds okay. real. Yeah, it, it, it sounds sound yeah. plausible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jim, I'll give you thirty seconds to figure out why it's called Dorothy. You're on the clock. Go ahead. Because Dorothy was spun into a hurricane, and yeah, you got to you're, you're down to you're down to twenty seconds. Oh, Dorothy. Uh, What's the Dorothy, reference? What hurricane the, and uh, tornadoes. Dorothy, Dorothy. Dorothy. Oh, dot. Dorothy. A dot. Each one of these are like the size of a dot. It's Is a that, movie. It's a movie. Uh, Ten seconds. Alice in Wonderland. Five, Alice in Wonderland. Four, three, it was two, from a one. book written by Frank L. Baum. It's Wizard of Oz. Dorothy. Oh, Dorothy. Oh, darn it. Oh, darn it. Yeah. Darn it. I watched the. Bah, 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 I watched. <laughs> I watched the movie they did about uh, Judy Garland. Yep. They did a movie a couple of years ago about Judy Garland. Her last couple of years, uh, Renee mm. Zell- Zellweger. Oh, okay. And uh, you really think it's her. I mean, they made her really look like her, and she did all the singing. And mm. it was an all right movie, but it was an impressive performance, mm. you know, more so than the movie. Um, I haven't seen that either. You haven't seen that either. You haven't seen that. You that. saw Wizard of Oz. I've seen The Wizard of Oz, yeah. And you're still mm-hmm. traumatized by the flying monkeys. Absolutely, yep. Do you know what sure. part scared me as a child and maybe still? What's is that? when she falls into the pigsty. That always scared me. Oh, that in was, the beginning that was, or the end? What? That was in the beginning. What's, what she was scary about it? She falls into the pigsty and she starts screaming, ah! Oh yeah, in the, the, yeah. They okay. show around the farm, and that's yeah. well, because yeah. you're a germaphobe, or what's uh, just? In, like, I don't know. It was just I thought the pig, you know, you know, the hogs can you know rip you to pieces. And, sure, yeah. sure. Those domestic pigs. Yeah, that, was, see, that part right. scared me. Did you ever see the movie Snatch? Uh, no. Yeah, no. I again, you look that you one can up look either. this one up. You can look <laughs> this one up. It was uh, Madonna's ex-husband, the British director. Okay. That did a couple of movies. Anyway, he did this movie called Snatch. It was like a heist movie. And it had Brad Pitt in it. And it was a really good role for Brad Pitt. But anyway, one of the plot points was the, the bad guy owned pigs. And when they when they want to get rid of, dispose of a body, they chop it up and give it to the pigs. And the pigs would take care of oh, it. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. No kidding. 
Wow. Yeah. Well, in, in, in The Wizard of Oz, they certainly did make it a big deal that she fell in there. Oh, my God, you got to get her out of there. Like she was yeah. going to be – like it was quicksand, right, or something. Or like, or like it was a lion's den. You know, I gotta, I gotta, so I gotta rewatch that part. I don't yeah, remember that very, part. Obviously, yeah. there's the the flying monkeys. There's the mm-hmm. the sands of the hourglass. Right, right. right. That's a scary <laughs> part. But the the big giant head of Oz. I mean, that was weird yeah, oh, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was that was scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, the category of storms is EF, right? EF five is the most powerful oh, right. one. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they go down to EF zero. Is that like a is like a leaf blower? Maybe apparently. Yeah, I think so. No, no, because my I have a leaf blower that does EF one. Yeah, yeah, but there is an EF zero tornado. Tornado, yeah, that's got to be emasculating among the tornadoes. Yeah, it's, it's kind of mean as far <laughs> yeah, as I'm concerned. Or the people going through it, like, yeah, we had a tornado hit the other day. Like, oh, really? Wow, that's terrible. Yeah, it's EF zero. Like, we had a come small on, tornado on, in like on. West Dallas really? this year, and they showed the damage, and they like focused on this fence that like the latch yeah. was broken. <laughs> that's, and that's what and, I mean. And it was, like, the guy's like, I was really scared. Yeah, you know? right, right. Like, the gate on. almost opened. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there, you know, a lot of people, they say it's a myth or whatever, that the, the lake or the city protects us. Maybe there's something to that because where's the closest big tornado to Milwaukee in our lifetimes? I, I always thought it was um, the density of the buildings because mm-hmm. you always hear about the flat open land right. where the tornado, I always thought the buildings prevented that, that funnel cloud from coming down and touching down. Um, but I remember when I was a kid, and you were a kid too, mm-hmm. uh, that there was a tornado like around Mayfair, Mayfair Mall. Okay. And uh, so that might be the closest one that I know there of. There was one by the airport some years ago. Remember that There one? was yeah. because yeah. I <laughs> saw it. I was leaving PPG. It was still daytime, mm-hmm. about 4 p.m. Right. And I looked to the north, and it was black, just yeah. pitch black. And I found out one of the people I worked with was working out at a place valleys or something and she said it was all windows Uh-oh. she wasn't thinking because it was all black out there she said she saw a dumpster sliding down the street she Whoa. didn't she was on the elliptical yeah. dude oh, that's, that's crazy yeah i know yeah. it was right there it was right yeah. on layton and wow. that uh yeah. the new overpass it was just black wow and I, thought, and I saw it over there and i go west oh thank thankfully i'm going west from here but sure yeah. but that again was there wasn't bad. that much damage with that one i don't think i think it was probably yeah. the fc or i'm guessing yeah but again, wide open space, the airport. But they got the runway to build up speed. There maybe. you go. That's yeah. A, yeah. I remember one time I was in Ohio driving, and I was listening to the radio. Weather was terrible. It was night, and I'm listening to this radio, and they said, uh, there's been a tornado sighted on I-84, you know, whatever I was driving on, Yeah. by exit 6A. Oh. I swear to God, I look up. Exit 6A was right where I was. Wow. <laughs> wow. I was right there at that instant. That's crazy. Yeah. And you, you didn't see anything. I didn't, didn't see anything. See it was dark. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. But you also should not go underneath an overpass. Never ever Under, go underneath it, an, underneath no. the, like the bridge. No, because it's like a wind tunnel in there. It's yeah. much worse. And debris goes shooting through there. Yeah. Even though it there. seems everybody like, was there. Come I know on, it seems like the place to go. It's, yeah. it's counterintuitive. It was. It was the place to go. It was, it was hopping. It was. It was action. Well, then People I guess maybe out it's there. not so bad then. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, I want to thank you for stopping by. Uh, it was better than the first time. I think so. Good. I'll say this. I got regrets about that first time. I'll uh, end the show with this. My regret about that was I'd listened to two two or three different people doing these music song uh, YouTube things where they talk about a song and talk about the aspects, the story behind it. Yep. And this one guy I was listening to was a British guy. Mm-hmm. And I came up with the idea to mimic his accent. And I look back on that. That was uh, my British oh. accent was, oh. was tough. 
I remember hearing that, thinking like, "What? What's the? Yeah. What's going on here?" I, but, I uh, shouldn't. You know, I shouldn't have done it. They, need to take chances. Branch out. I mean, just like your snowblower, right? Yeah. Take chances. Yep. You gotta let me you know, run, you, I, I, Jim. I, let I, me run. I didn't. I didn't shut you down. If you noticed, you did. I let you fall on your face. You did. <laughs> yeah, you did. So you know. if you go back and listen to that one, I, I apologize for the accent. I tried. <laughs> It'll never happen again. It'll never happen again. <laughs> it All right. Good night, Paul. Good night, Paul. Night. Thanks again. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch Podcast when we find out who shot the sheriff. You've made it to the end of another Bait and Switch Podcast. Spread the word!